All right. We are live for the first time after the summit. I was going live every single day. Uh, I was I was doing a podcast. I was documenting the process. Fell off a little bit at, at, at the end because I'm just going to be honest with you. It was a little insane. But I have my partner in crime, uh, my partner in uh, in in uh, motivation, my partner in you know helping me. He's been a mentor for me. Uh, I've been a mentor for him. It's very bi-directional, but he is a partner in the final percent. I need to welcome Andre Hollywood, DJ Wiseman, Joe. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, so here's, I'm going to, I had this idea because I've been wanting to get you on a podcast for a while. And so you guys know, we're going to put this, uh, the video up on YouTube. Uh, This is going to go out on my podcast. So if you are just listening to it, trust me, I guarantee you, this is probably one you're going to want to go over to YouTube and just watch whatever we come up with, because he's been one of my best friends for almost two decades. Uh, I respect him immensely as a a musician, as a friend, Boom. as a father. Boom. Uh, I mean, he's just, he's that dude. And uh, I have been wanting him on a, a podcast, actually pre-Summit. And we just couldn't make it happen because, I mean, we were spinning plates. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I had this idea because I know that everybody who is really, really into the final percent. And when I say into the final percent, I'm talking about the inner circle, the people who make it happen, the people who are, you know, driving the initiative forward, the people who care, the the people who, you know, fly the TFP flag, if you will. We're all asking the same question, everybody, because there's a lot of people who keep asking me this question. I don't quite know how to answer it. Right. So I'm going to ask this question to Hollywood. And then we're just going to discuss this question the question is what's next man <laughs> the only look the the way and, I, and we I, we talked about this the only thing that we can do since we set the bar like the bar has been set there's there's yeah. no going backwards at this point in time exactly so the only thing to do is you know we assess what we assess everything that happened from mm-hmm. TFP summit to see, hey, what worked, you know, what connections were made, what can we do better? How can we be more efficient with things? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, getting feedback from a, a lot of the uh, participants that were there, the people that, um, you know, that, that uh, joined us at, at the event. It's like, what can we do now to make, again, to make this better, make this bigger, make this more efficient? And mm-hmm. I think from, from this point where we go is we obviously build. Mm-hmm. Um, and we expand. I mean, there's so many, there's so many good people that we, you know, got in contact with that we, you know, that we made some, some great connections and want to do mm-hmm. further business with that's going to help the overall vision and, and the cause, you know, mm-hmm. so it, it's just, it's funny, man. Like it's like, where do we go from here? Well, the yeah. only, the only thing that you can do from this point is that we, we, we put, we put the foundation down, we build some bricks. Now we have to keep on building. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, until we get to that, until we get to that skyscraper, you know. Well, and it, and it's funny because there's a lot of the other speakers, and I don't think a lot of the speakers knew what we were building, right? Because yeah. they showed up and they were like, "Uh, 
what, what this is your event like yeah. yeah we did this yeah you know we and we kept saying just so that you uh you guys know like we we kept we swung for the fences i feel like we hit a home run oh yeah and and we bottom of we, bottom of the ninth you you called your shot <laughs> you called your shot dave Russo. <laughs> but hollywood and i kept so just so you guys know uh he is uh on instagram i am dj Wiseman. um he is andre jones he is a a coach in tfp um he is a speaker who just again knocked it out of the park again um However, I am not going to be able to break my habit of calling him Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, but way back in the day, like literally, literally 15 years ago, uh, we were we were doing music in Phoenix and stuff. And he a lot of people called him Hollywood. And so if I say Hollywood, just so you guys know, I am talking about Andre Jones, a.k.a. Um, I am DJ Wiseman. Um, but you know what the- that's like, G? You know, that's like it's like if you have. Um, there's like a nickname for a sibling or whatever. Yeah. Hollywood's like my my nickname for my sibling. You know. Yeah, that's like me. That's like me just saying my brother. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> that's literally. Yeah. Um, but it was it was interesting going through the the process of you know managing the logistics, getting things ac- across the finish line, and we kept even looking at each other. And I think this is important for everyone to know, yes, we wanted to go, we wanted to swing for the fences. We swung for the fences. And a lot of entrepreneurs, just so you know, everybody out there who thinks that entrepreneurship is sexy because it's glamorized, they are wrong. Anyone who's saying entrepreneurship is sexy and easy, they are lying to you 100%. We We were stressed. We were excited, but we were stressed. But when we looked at each other after all was said and done, there, there was there was one phrase that we kept looking at each other, whether it was my wife, whether if whether it was it, it was Mitch, it was Valfred, it was Sallow, it was Hollywood, it was Eileen. We're looking at each other and we would literally just look at each other and go, we did that shit. We did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I should I should have waited and just like because I know you would have gotten it. We literally just looked at each other. I got goosebumps, man. But we kept we kept looking at each other so many times, like we did that shit. Yeah. Cause and it was something we could be so proud of. And it is something that is so exciting that, you know, we want to share it with the world. That's why we didn't let people sell from stage. That's why we, we, we felt like it was much more like entrepreneurial church, like come in there, get a message, get your life changed, go use it on the world, you know, and if there's a connection to be made and there's something when I was talking to Ben Humble, who shout out Ben, that guy, super genius at real estate. He ended up, he, he didn't expect to speak on stage. He came to just support us. He and I said, Hey, him. you want to, you want to get on stage and just, you know, drop some knowledge. You know, he pulled the pin on the grenade and threw it in a pile of a bunch of other grenades and blew the stage up. Yeah, he did. And we knew that he was going to do that, but he invited me to uh, go talk to his uh, mastermind, the uh, council, I think it's called. Uh, he has like six of them. It's, it's nuts. Um, but I talked to him. And he said, you know, what is the one one kind of roadmap and rule that you use? And so here's the big thing that I'm trying to do. And I'll give I'll pull 
the the curtain back a little bit so everyone can understand is every relationship follows this pattern every single one you get attracted to someone that's surface level we're up here Ooh, i'm attracted to this person they're doing cool things they have flashy things they talk real nice whatever it is then you get connected to someone that's your depth you're going down you're going down you're super super connected and then after you get really connected to someone you have to commit to something and so the thing is me eileen kayla Sallow, valfred drew everyone from kmg everyone who made this happen we were all attracted to each other for some reason then yep. we were very connected to each other and then we committed to making this event happen so now we have attracted a bunch of new people to the final percent yeah you use this word all of the connections that we made all the connected people that we now have what do we commit to now right and so one of the things that uh, you know uh hollywood and i've talked uh about this that we're gonna do um i think you know, I'm just, I don't have it written on my board anymore, but um, I have them. I think they're already up on the TFP website, but we decided, you know, we need to dominate Phoenix. Mm -hmm. We need yeah, to yeah. dominate Vegas and we need to dominate Denver. And we need to help people with this thing called personal growth. So what we're committing to is one event in each city per quarter. So I think the first one's January 15th in Phoenix. Now, to be super clear, everybody, this is not an event the size of what you just saw. Right. This yeah. is a get together. This is to make sure we're keeping the community strong. Hollywood yeah. and I are already looking for real estate out there in Phoenix to have a TFP headquarters in, in, in Phoenix, one in uh, Las Vegas. I've been talking to Ben and Natalia. They just bought a $2.5 million house right off the strip. Ooh. And we're going to hold the masterminds in their new Airbnb in Las okay. Vegas. Yeah. Nice. And also they're like the most connected people in the entertainment uh, scene in Vegas. And I don't know if you guys know this, but there is in fact a lot of entertainment in Vegas. Just, so, a, just a little bit. Just a little bit. So we're going to do those all leading up to the next summit that we have decided is going to be in Denver again, just because we, we wanted to, to initially what if, what if we did this in Phoenix? Because we have so many connections there. Yeah. And then we realized, you know, all of our big connections for production, which is super expensive, are all here. And if yeah. we want to take them to uh, Phoenix, our event gets about three times more expensive. We're not there yet. At, at some point, we're taking this on tour. That's what I was, I was, that's what I was just getting ready to say. Imagine if we, when we go on tour. Oh, I know. It, and it's going to happen because yeah. people need that. So, you know, with the what's next, we're going to create this community. One of the things that I really want to talk about the what's next side of things is I think we can all say that also the Purple Explosion, the album, was a hit. It was. Everyone loved it. I mean, we're still getting close to a thousand plays a day still with almost no. No, pr no promo. Zero promo. No marketing. So. Talk me through, like, because you wrote so much of the album uh, with me on that and, and did so much of the music and, and sang and performed it. Going into this next album, 
you know, what's what's next? What's new? What's what's a, the the mindset? Is there a shift? Is it more of the same? How are you approaching your creative process in a way that only you can yeah. uh, for this next album? So, uh, you know, going into the first album, you know, a lot of it was just, you know, well, originally, of course, when we were doing the album, it was we were going to connect it to um, uh, theories, you know, theories and, and, and stuff like that. So that's why we had a lot of the one word um, songs for the name, because it was like the lighthouse. You had the lighthouse series that were and we're still working on the lighthouse series and bridge and, and so on and so mm -hmm. forth. Um, I think this this next time around, uh, the mindset for me is I want to, first of all, make the production more a lot bigger and more uniform as a whole for the album. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of the songs, I want to make sure that we're all involved on each and every song. So it's, you know, there's consistency in what you're hearing. It's going to be, the, the way I look at it, it's more of a, a, a consistent movie work of art. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Tells the story a little bit. It tells the story a little bit more in uniform. Um, because we, even though we had a lot of, uh, we had a lot of great, people contribute songs here and there i think if we if we can take people through an emotional roll ride a roller coaster per se and it's all just it's like it's like a movie yeah and i think we can i think it'll hit a little bit different this time around um than than the purple explosions you know but it's just like we're building on everything you know yeah. that's that's where my mind's at from a creative standpoint i want it to be big i want it to be you know, at least you already heard kind of where I was going with that first song. Yeah. Oh my. Guys, I'm telling you, if you do not follow this man, he also, and just to make things make a little bit more sense, I'm doing the same thing. So all of my like technical music stuff, guys, just so that you know, is going to be on KMG Life Inc.'s Instagram. Um, you'll still see some of the motivational stuff, but when it gets into the really technical stuff, I'm going to put over there, the behind the scenes songwriting uh, production, uh, when it gets technical for Hollywood, he actually just made a new Instagram as well, that if you really want to dig into who he is and how he makes the music, what what is that one just so that they know how to find it? Wise Man Music. Um, it's just under that, Wise Man Music, W-Y-Z-E-M-A-N Music. Okay, and, and remember, Wise is W-Y-Z-E, correct? Yes. W-Y-Z-E. Yeah, so we, we could we couldn't we couldn't just make it real normal, you know? No, no. That's like that's like me saying KMG Life on the phone, and they're like, K KMG Live? I'm like, no life. KNG? Yeah. Oh, no, MG. And I'm like, man, I gotta change my name. This is phonetically the hardest thing to say on the telephone. Yeah. Um so now so and so i've got two more things that i would love for you to to kind of talk about sure. number one it seems like you had some sort of shift happen at this summit yeah um i'm interested from a speaker a con concept creator what shifted in you and kind of where are you at right now because you know it's a creative is a little bit like the ocean it has tides yeah. And and I think that your your tide is kind of coming back to the ocean, and I think people are about to get a wave. Mm -hmm. And I'm just interested on 
Because, I mean, before we went on this podcast, guys, he was telling me all the books that he had. And I finished this one. And I finished this one. And I did this one. And I got this one. And I got this one. And I got this one. I was like, okay. Like, wow. So help me understand what shift happened from being a speaker, a coach, everything like that. Yeah. So uh, prior to, to the the summit, you know, I had, I spoke at the previous summit, which, which, which was my first speech. And stole the show. And Thank stole you. the show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and <laughs> the show. That's what I'm talking about. I'm telling you, man. This this man came in and just everyone could only look at him and go bars. It was it was incredible. And you know, it, I think see see the here's the difference because when when I spoke that and I'll get get to where we're going with where that shift happened. Uh, because the first because the first time that I did it at the summit, it felt more like amongst friends. It, it felt like mm, I yeah. was just, you know, in a safe space. And, you know, we're performers anyway. So, you know, yep. I'm going to perform regardless. But it was more in a safe space. So I didn't really feel as much, I guess, pressure to just kind of talk about my story. And um, I was already starting that journey uh, talking about frequency and stuff and when we really started putting it together so it just it just you know it just kind of happened right mm -hmm. so after I got through that and you know I that was that was the time frame where there's a lot of change happening in my life you know a ton of change so I let but I left my job shortly after that and we were talking about these concepts about you know pressing the restart button how do you press the restart button safely all of these things so I, you know Throughout this whole entire um, time frame of when the last summit ended up into the point where we decided that we were going to do this summit as big as we did, there was such a there was such a uncertainty that I had about myself leading into it. So just to just to be completely honest, uh, you know, Greg, man, I put this man Greg through a, through a, through a lot, you know, <laughs> and that's only because of my own. Um, I still have, I still would go through some self-limiting behaviors, you know, because that's, that's something that, that I've had for so long that so many people go through. There's a lot of self-limiting behaviors. There's, there's a lot of self-worth that people still need to work through that I'm working through. Yeah. I was working through. So trying to go into a new, um, you know, trying to leave my job and start over uh, basically in my midlife, it's, it's just, a, it was a lot that, that I went through. So leading up to the summit, and going through these these ebbs and flows of trying to really figure myself out and have um, and believe in myself and believe in what we're doing, and then when it finally happened, you know, leading up to it because we, there was so much that we did, it finally happens. You see the, the the final product. You know, it's just like it's just like like what you're probably going through. Um, you know, with having the new baby, it's like. The baby is the baby is there. You, you're like, I'm going to be a dad. I don't know if I'm going to be a great, you know, I don't know how this whole thing is going to work exactly. out, you know? So you have, you know, that you, you have greatness in you, but then there's just that uncertainty and that unknown of what is going to happen after the baby is there. And then you're thinking so far ahead because it's something new. It's something that you never done. Right. You've heard about it. You can ask yeah. as many questions as possible, but until you actually experience it, you you don't there's a belief you know that 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 is that is potentially lacking which is what happened to me so leading up to the summit we get there 
we step into the doors, bro. Remember my face? We step into the doors and I'm like, we did this shit. (laughs) (laughs) So then, so then after that, you know, coming into my speech, I had to change my, remember I changed my speech because it was going to originally be lighthouse uh, concepts. And I changed my speech like two days prior. And I was kind of nervous because you see all of these people that are on the docket, you know, it's like 17 speakers that this is what they do. You see Sharon, Mm -hmm. you got Tim Story, you got Michael Mm -hmm. Burt, you got all these people that are just, you know, phenomenal what they do. And you're like, hell, like, am I good enough? And this is part of, again, that self, that self-worth. Am I good enough? Like, am I, you know, qualified enough? Are these, you go into that, you go into that self-doubt that, you know, doubting yourself and not believing yourself. And that's what happened at that point. But then once people started speaking, right, I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I think I'm gonna be okay. Then I get on stage and, you know, again, once we get on stage and the, and the spotlights are on us, it's all systems go. So I did my speech. It was well-received very well it's very well received and you know i'm getting feedback from uh from our fellow speakers our our colleagues and then just people that that attended um and bought a ticket and were telling me you know how my speech impacted them and again this is outside of the safe space that we had at the tfp summit because i felt like we knew everybody you know the most people knew a lot of people there so it's outside of that comfort that we had now into more of an open arena where I'm getting all of this feedback about what, you know, my, my, you know, what I was able to, my speech and how I was able to impact people. And then I was like, okay, okay, I can do this. I I can, I can, I can do this. And then after that, having some conversations with uh, some of the other speakers and, you know, one of my, one of the things that we've had conversations about is, you know, I don't have all of my shit together. You know, it's like, I've always felt where it's like, I have to have to be perfect in a sense to be able mm-hmm. to give a message when that's not even the, the truth. It's like, everybody's going through stuff. And mm-hmm. even if you're a message, that actually makes you a lot more qualified to, to be able to give a message because you're, you're dealing with stuff. You're dealing with stuff. And when you can yeah. identify it and know how to navigate through the stuff that you're going through, that's when you're able to, you know, relate it to other people. And if you can communicate it, then you're doing your, you're doing your job, you know? Yep. So after that, that's where the shift happened. It's like, okay, well, you know, I can do this shit. You know, we, we, we set a goal. We, we, I think we exceeded the goal. Yeah. You know, we impacted lives and now where do we go from here? You know? So that's where my shift happened. It's like once the summit happened and I had a full, it's, it's, you know, I know you talk about, where it's like knowing the difference between how people think it's see, you have to see it before you believe it or believe it before you see it. You know, mm-hmm. Santa Claus. So, yeah. you know, I was kind believing of is seeing. Believing, believing is seeing, not seeing is, seeing is believing. Right, exactly. So I, I at a fault was kind of there on, with that little bit of, I need to kind of see it because there's still that level of, of certainty that, yeah. you know, that I have that I, yeah. that, you know, I, 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 there's just, it's like in me, I need a little bit of certainty. I'm, I'm I hopped off the cliff. I took action, but there's just certain things where it's there's like, things I gotta know. What's I, yeah. Do I do, do, is it, is it, is it, look, it's like, can, do I still have, do I have access to feathers? 
Yeah. My, <laughs> if I have access to feathers and I know I can fly, okay, we're good. I just feel, I just, you know, I have feathers. Um, so. and, and I think that that's, that's one of the things that makes this group of people so different because we are very much a group of people that does what I call tell our story from the middle. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people out there who are only telling people like, oh, check out my perfect food, my perfect car, my perfect life. Right. And that becomes their identity. So if something bad happens to them, they can't say anything. And so they, they, it causes depression. They bury it down. Yeah. But on the complete flip side, there's people out there who, you know, my boss doesn't pay me enough. My mom doesn't do this. My dad doesn't do this. My wife doesn't do this. But I mean, they're pitiful. So they have a pity party. But then when something good happens to them, they don't want to tell anybody because it doesn't align with their identity. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things is like you just heard, like, guys, this is someone who I respect and legitimately in so many different ways has been a mentor to me. And he's sitting there saying, hey, I'm trying to figure stuff out. I needed to believe I my foundation was getting rocked. And you need to understand that there are so many more people out there going through that. Right then you know, you want people to be able to say, hey, you know, it's not all roses. I'm still trying to figure this out. And, and you know, I knew that I was on the right track because I remember when Boulder came down with its crazy mandates. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, because I still had so much to do for the summit and so much money to come up with and logistically, how in the world am I going to do this? I thought, Greg Kimball, Mr. Motivation himself, thought to himself, I hope Broomfield does those same mandates so that maybe I have a way out of having to go through with this con- this uh, conference because I'm scared. Yeah. And that's when I knew I was at the right place at the right time. That's when I knew I had gone as big as I needed to. Yeah. That's when I knew I needed to keep going because, guys, we, we just talked about this in the, the, the Final Percent Network, which is a Facebook group. If you, you're not in that, please go there. It's just, you know, a holding tank of great people that can connect. It's just another structure of exchange, awesome ideas, different things like that. No one ever tries to sell anything. It's, it's 100% free. Um, but we just talked about that is fear is an indication of change. That's it. That level of certainty drops so low that you don't know what's around the corner. So you get scared. And that's what happened to me. That's what happened to Hollywood. And here's the thing that, you know, I was talking to my team because we had a lot of members where Andre would get scared. I was getting scared. I was literally hoping the government would shut me down. Guys, come on. Like everyone goes through their stuff. But me having to, you know, go over and, and lift Hollywood up when he's going through his stuff lifts me up. And yeah. vice versa, him, ha- him having to talk to me. And here's the big thing that I can tell you. All you can do is the best you can do. And that's it. So here's the thing. If Hollywood did the best he could do, that's all he could do. That's 100% in my book. That's the final percent in my book. Yeah. If all I could do was the best I could do. But right now, if I believe more at that moment, it doesn't mean that I need to tell him I did more than you. No, I did the best I could do. You did the best you could do. There's going to be a moment when I fall on my face and I can't go 100% and I'm going to need to look up and, and, and see someone else showing me what that looks like. And that's what teamwork's all about. It's that, that, that phrase, you know, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with the team. 
and we've got an amazing group of people here. Yeah, yeah. They have, it, like it's funny because like when we were doing when we were working on the music, there was there was a lot of there was a lot of times where oh yeah you know, we're picking each other up and and oh yeah that spark for each other to keep pushing on the music. You know? Yeah. Well, in faith, I mean, let's so people don't realize like if you go watch uh, this on Instagram or YouTube or however however this looks, I'm just doing screen recording, so you know I have no idea what we're gonna gonna see, but what I do know is you're gonna see basically what Hollywood and I saw when we were writing the song Fear. Faith. Faith, yes, that's right. He wrote Fear by himself and has his girls on it. If you haven't listened to it, you're missing out. And coincidentally, <laughs> it leads right into Faith, which is what I'm actually talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we wrote Faith and we went back and forth because we thought we had less time than we did. So we actually finished the album like a week ahead of schedule. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is probably in all reality, probably a good thing. No, very um, good thing. And uh well, it was it was a it was it was a week ahead of uh everyone else's schedule but it was right on time for my schedule because you know full disclosure guys i wanted this album to come out like three weeks earlier and hollywood was like no i think it needs to come out right when like the first night the vip dinner of the event and i argued with him for a good two hours yeah and he again i respect him so much he challenged me so much i was like you know what you're right and we pushed it back and it was 100% the right call. That's why you want to get a team where it's not a dictatorship. Um, but Faith, this song, it like, it was like my, it was my final percent. One, this, I'm not kidding about this. It was my final percent to be able to get me across the finish line to be able to pull this freaking thing off because it's, it's probably, um, it's between that song and prevail prevail. Obviously it started everything and it's interesting because faith finished everything. Um, and faith finishes. We talk about faith that. Finished. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we went back and forth and then there were so many times where like, I'm tired, Hollywood's tired and I'm, I'm sitting here and I've got my microphone right here and I'm like, okay, dude, I'm done. And he's like, okay, yeah, that's great. But before you go, why don't you just hit the harmony? That's like way up here. And I'm like, dude and so we're recording and we could see each other like this we should have recorded those sessions yeah, yeah you know hindsight's always but uh um you know faith gave me the final percent uh to get me across the finish line and i think it also showed you and i what real collaboration looks like yeah because it it was the it was one of like that song and define from a collaboration standpoint are my favorite yeah. songs because we were all in the room. We needed each other's energy. Right. Yeah. So I think yep. that that's in, important. So, all right, here's, here's the last question that I have for you and you're not going to like this just so you guys know, I, 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 he hates when I do this cause he has no idea where it's going. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, pre no preparation whatsoever. Well, to be fair, he didn't even have lights on. He was just kind of chilling. We were doing a catch up and I'm like, I'm going to start recording my, my screen. Let's do a podcast. And he's like, dude, I'm like creature of action. Let's make it happen. Yeah. So here's, 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 I want you, I know you've been working hard on this. It is October 21st. When does the first series of lighthouse drop? Give me a hard date. 
You want me to give you a hard date for the hard date? First of the year. First of the year. What if it was 33 days from now? Oh man. How about how <laughs> dude? Is it you gonna have this on record? <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna really do through like Christmas and stuff? You're a dad, man, and you're a hands-on. Here's another thing, guys. I, I am going to, he just doesn't give himself enough credit. I'm going to get him to do like a whole dad series because I'm not going to lie. Before Kayla got pregnant, I remember we were all doing karaoke in Andre's house oh, yeah. and he was doing a duet with his daughter. And by the way, his daughter's a fantastic singer. And he came over, we were drinking some, I think 25 year old Belvini. Oh man. Belvini. Yeah, yeah. Bill it just needs to be our one. Instead of instead of us constantly trying to find a new one, let's no, just do that. Just stay with the Bell Weenie. Let's just go there. Yeah, let's go there. Uh, um, and he came. However, up, how is that what we had at the summit? Oh, yeah, no, that, was pretty, that was that was that the grand, grand crew. That yeah, was good. You mean All the right, one? One of those one two. Sip, the one. The one glass that I got. <laughs> oh, we're are we putting that on the podcast? Oh, that's right. We're live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I owe you a bottle. And it's funny because we we do have that. Anytime we come to each other's cities, we'll go somewhere and we'll get a really nice bottle, bottle of scotch. Yeah. Well, I just happened to have the scotch and I wasn't sharing it with anybody but Hollywood. But for whatever reason, like at the end of the, the thing, everyone's like hitting me and doing this, that and the other, blah, 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 blah. And I just kept it with me because I didn't want like anyone drinking it. Apparently not even Hollywood. So I just drank the whole <laughs> yeah that happened but anyway anyway uh he comes over uh we're uh we're i'm looking at him and 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 for anyone who doesn't know kayla and i went through a really really bad miscarriage and we had been trying and trying and trying and trying and trying to have a kid and and what and i say this in zero like envy guys just to be very clear but watching the magic of a father singing with their child and watching his daughter look at him like, you know, with not just adoration, but like, thank you for pushing me to be this singer and sharing that moment, hearing those harmonies that I truly believe only a family can, can have. I, he came over to fill up his glass and I was just kind of looking at him and I was smiling yeah. And uh, I just told him, I said, you are the richest person alive. That, that, that moment makes you literally the absolute richest person alive. That, and, and I'll tell you, this guy, the way he treats his, his family and his, his daughters and he guides them, I will get him to do a how to be a dope dad. I'd be a dope dad. I feel like that's kind of a, dope dad, or, 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 um, especially in the world that we live in, creatives are incredibly hard to deal with. Yeah. Um, but also being a girl dad. Yeah. And I just think that, I mean, you're in a house all the time with three women. Yeah. Like all the time. And you are, I'm just telling you, man, you are a beacon. You're a lighthouse 
for how a lot of people need to be behaving. And in 33 days, it... <laughs> why I say this is because he's such a hands-on father. He's not going to be doing any of this over Christmas. He's not going to be doing any of this over Thanksgiving because family's going to be in. Oh, and I hear 33 all right, all right, days. All right, all right, all right. You hear it here first. 33 days, we'll have the Lighthouse series done. Boom! We go, we go to the final percent. We go to the final percent. So, and I'll tell you guys, we, you know, we'll drop the, uh, the because he did like an, a, a, a trailer uh, recently uh, bef- when we were going to try to, you know, do the huge conference and write the album and then shoot and edit, you know, 14 yeah. different series because... You know, certainly, certainly that that was uh, maybe a little bit too ambitious. Hey, um, but uh, his concepts for the lighthouse are uh, fantastic. And if you guys have not heard the song "Lighthouse," um, and guys, just so you know, we uh, put all of the lyrics in every single song. So if you go on Apple Music or Spotify, you can you can read along with the lyrics, and you can see how much energy effort and thought and intentionality went into writing these songs and lighthouse was one of our first big productions when we knew there was something special happening yeah. and and for anyone who thinks that i'm uh you know this uh i've always been mr motivation and this that and the other I'm telling you, when I was in Phoenix and I was trying to do my businesses, and I've always been an entrepreneur for sure, but Hollywood's been not just a friend, but a huge mentor for me for a very long time. So I'm telling you who this guy, when he finally allows the world to see who he really is on the magnitude that I know him, uh, I am damn proud to stand next to this person, call him a, a, a partner. So just know the Lighthouse series, 33, 33 days, days, 33 days. I like it. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Um, so now what he's going to do, he's going to be like, Greg, just put that podcast out in like 10 days. <laughs> Absolutely. Nobody knows the date right now. <laughs> Nobody knows that it's December 25th right now. <laughs> Let's count 33 days to January 1st. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh well, anyway, Hollywood, Andre, DJ Wiseman, uh, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And thank you so much for doing the impromptu podcast. I know that I just kind of, I'm a force of nature, man. I just kind of keep going. Uh, But this is all great information and and it helps people know who you are. Um, and just thank you so much. Uh, and I definitely love you more. Oh, man. <laughs> well, more, dude, I, I, I really, uh, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate you, love you. I mean, you, you know, we, we love on each other. That's, mm-hmm. that's just part of the TFP brand. You know, it's like nope. it's the family. It's like we love on each other as much as possible. It's a special thing, you know. So mm-hmm. you know how I feel about you. I love you, Kayla, Mama Kimball. Finally met Papa Kimball. Yeah. You know? The dude who likes to run himself over after having yeah, a, a heart attack. <laughs> he goes the final percent. <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate it and more to come. All right. Cheers, man. Thank you so much. Sir. Sure.
Don't forsake.